Welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Welcome back, listeners. We are at the start of our next three-part series. <laughs> we are here today with our regular folks from Georgia. Cat. From Texas. Heather. And. Whoop, whoop. And me, Morgan. <laughs> I, don't, I always forget to say my name, but it doesn't matter. One day she will be here um, with me. One day. No. <laughs> sweetest no no i think we're gonna start off with some coven corner comments from miss heather yes so um these are comments that uh either listeners or people who happen to see the post um answered to our previous series um and uh the the coven corner was you know what familiar would would you have um if you could have any type of familiar like what what would its name be and our first response was from none other than Steve Chad Stallings, the inventor of our theme song. And he said, quote, it's a hairless guinea pig. His name is Horace. <laughs> His I only function that. is to constantly remind me that I haven't made him the toupee that I promised to make him days ago. I remind him <laughs> that because of COVID, supply chains are slow and some things aren't really available. He will have none of it and reminds me... <laughs> That meteor my mediocrity extends to all areas, including excuses. Little hairless bastard. <laughs> I also imagine that he's wearing uh, matching glasses and hat to Steve this entire yes. time. Yeah, little little tiny guitar strap, like a little tiny guitar on his back. They have the little thing. matching outfits. It's real cute. Yeah, um, so that's, that's adorable. <laughs> Steve's uh, response to. Uh, the Coven Corner from last series. And then we have another one from Plague, Plague Dr. Frankie. Ooh. All lowercase. <laughs> and he, uh, they say, ooh, well, I love a, f- a fox familiar because I love Kitsunas? Kitsune. Kitsune. Thank you. It is a fox uh, spirit. I had a feeling. <laughs> Context clues. Um, it's and then also the word say, for fried tofu. <laughs> sure. It looks like little fox ears. Oh, that's cute, actually. Um, and then they finished off saying, so they, so I'd probably name the fox uh, Kimiko. Cute. I don't know if that's the right way, but we're going to go with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And this is just a nice family reminder that if we post, you know, our Coven uh, Corner questions, we, you, you know, please feel free to answer uh, whatever your answer would be on our socials. Um, I'll repeat it at the end, but just in case we uh, want to know now, <laughs> uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or email at possiblyhauntedpodcast uh, at gmail.com. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we'd like to hear from you as far as the Coven yeah, Corner. It's always interesting cute. to hear. It's, it's funny. I like adding to our menagerie of familiars as well. Yes, and I think that's what, universe. Isn't that what we kind of jokingly call our followers is our familiars. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, if you want to answer, answer. 
It's like having those, remember the Neopet pets? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like in my head. <laughs> I think I have one of the little pink fluffy cows as a keychain. Cute. Very cute. That's a very millennial reference I'm showing my age. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember Neopets? What about the Tamagotchis? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that takes you even further. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have a Tamagotchi after a while because I had to go to school. And my parents had to look after them, or rather my mom specifically had to look after the Tamagotchi. <laughs> and we'd be so anxious about her looking after our tiny digital pet that eventually they just were like, forget it, you aren't allowed to have Tamagotchis. I don't think they said it in a mean way. It was just sort of the, oh, well, I guess you don't have time for this responsibility, child. Um, so, you know. That's funny. That's, that is kind of funny. But also I'm yeah. really sad about your Tamagotchi situation. <laughs> it's fine. I think the battery died pretty soon after that anyway. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay. So is that all of our Coven Corner comments? That is all of comments? our Coven Corner comments for this last series. Cute. Cool. Well, we like it, though, when you guys comment. We appreciate it. We don't want to only talk to ourselves forever. <laughs> I mean, I can, but it is always more fun with other people it's as well. It's nicer when other people are around. <laughs> so says you guys. <laughs> I know. I know. I actually, last night uh, while I was working, um, I guess I don't flip on my extrovertish switch as much when I hang out with Morgan because I know she doesn't like <laughs> to talk to people so why would I talk to strangers and put her in that situation but at work that's I just turned it on and I just did it she's like do you know those people and I'm like no she's like you're just so friendly and I'm like yeah that's that's what we do as extroverts yeah well, and, and then like that it. girl that girl like matched your energy too and so like the way y'all were speaking was so friendly and just casual and I was like do we know these people and I don't remember? <laughs> like, no, nope, I just... Because that's also something that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, a, it's just a switch I flip uh, when, when I need to. Um, apparently. I used to be just 24-7 that way, but my introverted friends appreciate it more if I can tone it down a little bit when we're in public. <laughs> nah, I just keep it on and then go from one to the other when they, their social battery runs out. I'm like, okay, bye! And then move on mm -hmm. to the next one. <laughs> but, um... We have now a new Coven Corner for you guys. Oh, that's right. That <laughs> yes. goes along with um, our topics for this three-part series. And so the Coven Corner question is, what do you hoard? I think most people have pack rat tendencies. I know I do. I keep everything. But if I had to pick something that I would call hoarding, um, well, I guess it's a little bit of both. So it's a, it's a bit of a tie between books and notebooks. Mm. Mm, I definitely good. have an entire section of my bookcase that's just dedicated to Bound notebooks. Bound paper objects. Them... <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> oh, that is true. Because I also like to get the, um, uh, like, scrapbook paper. Mm -hmm. Like the, you can't see it past my fucking galaxy background. Oh, 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 kind of. I get like, the idea. Like, this is like... <laughs> Christmas paper, yeah, um, and I use it sometimes, but <laughs> I also buy a bunch that I haven't used just because it's pretty. <laughs> I get that. I get that. I do remember so, that yeah. all the time is going through somewhere and you go, ooh, pretty notebook, and I'm like, do you need another notebook? And she'd go, yeah. 
and then buy well, it. As my mom just told me when she bought me another notebook, uh, of course you always need a notebook. And I said, well, I don't really need it. She goes, well, put it in your stocking. It's fine. <laughs> Is that why so that's I where it comes from. From your family? No, your notebook is the reason why I got a notebook. You're welcome. Uh, and also, thank you. Because <laughs> I was like, did you see those cute notebooks? Does Heather also need a notebook? And my mom was like, I saw them. Um, and she was like, did you see the mushroom ones? I was like, yes, but did you see the other mushroom ones? So I got a mushroom one. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that uh, I don't necessarily do that to a T, but I do love a planner. I get really excited towards the end of the calendar year because it's now new planner time, and I get mm-hmm. to get a new planner, and I am so excited for new planner season. Mm. I kind of hate planners now that I started making my own. Yeah. Because I make them for my mom, too, and, like, it's now December, and I have not started on next year's planner, and I'm like, fuck, I have to redesign a whole new planner. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I keep them fairly basic as like a base thing and then I uh, I have like washi tape and uh, little scrapbooking things and stuff like that that I customize the week so they look prettier when I look at them um, mm-hmm. so I'm not quite as like immensely depressed um, so there's that so I guess having various types of washi tape is also related into that whole bound paper thing yeah bound paper and Indeed. so this leads us into our three-part topic discussion series, which is drumroll, deadly hoarders. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and so I'm going to kick us off. Um, it's a good bit of exposition here at the beginning that we, not exposition because it's not about my story, but uh, our good tangents this episode because honestly... Um, my topic is a little a little bit short. It's kind of just the story and then you're done. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. So, <clears throat> and also I want to preface this just by saying that the news reports I have found about this story, like, they kind of upset me the way they're treating it. Oh, yeah. I mean, obvious, obviously we're used to reporters sensationalizing things. Yeah. But I'm like, this, but it's... this is a woman who has a problem. Yeah. It is a mental something... illness. Yes, and something bad happened as a result of it, a little bit, and it's like, they're just, you know, ooh, it is so Alfred Hitchcock, listen to this story, and I'm like, ah, God, don't, how could you be like that, how? And like, literally, when I was Googling for my episode topic, um, all of the big, like, clickbait headliners were like, disgusting houses of howders, and, and, or hoarders, and like, just like, all these, like, really, like, grotesque type things and it's yeah, like, it's, I get it but at the same why there's time there's a whole yeah. TV show yeah yeah exactly yeah. although like I couldn't watch that TV show it would just make me so upset and sad and and that's cursory for people who actually know these people and yeah. actually want to help them and they're battling this this mental illness and it's just so supremely depressing to just kind of see this you know yeah so and so while i'm going to be reading from the news reports to try and be you know accurate yeah um i don't agree with all of the sensationalism and terminology that they use yeah. yes little disclaimer just there. just to throw that out there yeah. so in brooklyn new york in 2016 josette butchman's 
Buchmans, B-U-C-H-M-A-N-S. Buckmans. Beckman? Bouchamps. <laughs> Bouchamps, uh, yeah. Well, anyways, um, her estranged sister-in-law was in the hospital, so Josette agreed to drop by the woman's home and pack up a few of her belongings. Her widowed sister-in-law, Rita Wolfenson, was legally blind and had lived alone since her adult son, Luis, moved out 20 years earlier. She was a known hoarder, so Josette expected to find a mess, and a mess she found. God, stupid writing. Um, <laughs> along, and see, and this is where it kind of gets, I'm like, along with a nightmare that likely haunts her to this day. Come on. Oh, they have a picture of her home. The house is actually very pretty on the outside. Yeah. I like the design. Um, in a second floor bedroom filled with trash and smelling of garbage, she found a skeleton lying in bed wearing jeans, socks, and a shirt. And the body turned out to be her nephew, Louise Wolfenson, who had never moved out after all. Mm. Though a tactful investigator reportedly compared the case to a and this is not tactful a reverse psycho scene it's not as sinister as it sounds Luis died of natural causes and his mother never realized he was still in the house she truly believed he'd moved out after the discovery rita was moved to an assisted living facility her only other child had died in 2003 Ugh. Uh, police now believe that the pervasive smell of rotting garbage covered any odor of decomp and that Rita didn't know her son Luis was living, quote-unquote, with her for the past 20 years. What? But questions remain. If mother and son were close enough to live together, didn't Rita wonder why he hadn't called or dropped by for a visit in two decades? Why didn't anyone report Luis missing or ask for his new address? Why did Rita assume he'd moved out instead of asking for help finding him? It... It all goes to show that you never know what's going on in other people's lives. Ugh. And I'm not going to read the last sentence because I just think it's tacky. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. <laughs> and it's, you know, there's a lot of reasons why, you know, because this is a woman dealing with mental illness that probably has caused a lot of people to leave out of her life and not come back. So it's entirely possible she thought that her son had decided to cut ties and just didn't want to have that confrontation. It would have been mm -hmm. perfectly logical to think she wasn't going to hear back from him. And to be upset, but, you know, not think too much about it, probably. And they say that the room he was found in, you know, it's described as debris-choked. There, uh, were, there were cobwebs and garbage filling the room. And they one one reporter said it was as if a garbage truck had dumped a load of garbage inside. Yeah. And that the room reeked of rotting food, but not of, you know, a dead body. It's yeah. that room so, from um, the labyrinth with the lady with all the stuff on her back. Oh, yes, the junk lady. Yeah, the junk lady. That's what I think. You mm -hmm. know, you can use this and this, but ugh, that's so deeply upsetting. Well, I'm glad she was able to move into an assisted living facility. I think that hopefully that would be something that could help her. Yeah, I hope so, too. And, I mean, they won't let her keep a bunch of stuff in there, mm -hmm. so that'll forcefully curb the hoarding tendencies. But it is all just sad, um, and I haven't come across anything. I mean, I didn't dig too hard, so I don't know if she's still living or not. But it's just sad. I mean, her son 
died mm-hmm. in her house. Yeah. She never knew because of all the stuff that she had. Yeah, and bo- it sounds like both of her children passed before she did, which is, like, supremely the awful. The worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ah! And, I mean, the way that it sounds like, you know, he was wearing his clothes and lying on a mattress, it kind of sounds like, to me, that he passed in his sleep or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. And, you know, and like Kat said earlier, hoarding is a mental illness. So I, I believe that she didn't know he passed and that she thought he just moved out. Because, you know, if you already have one problem, you might have a couple more, especially with something as serious as hoarding. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of... So I, I, um, I fully believe that she just thought, okay, he left and didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, like, we don't know if, like, he had issues um, himself, but as, as well as, um, like, and I apologize if I missed it, um, like, did he have issues with her hoarding? It doesn't say, that's the other thing that I don't like about these news reports, it does not say anything about her son. Just his and, name. And that they found his skeleton. And the thing is, like, they, they could have gotten into a fight if he was upset with the hoarding situation and didn't know how to help her and so him moving out is like Kat said a logical you know thing if they got had gotten into a fight and that's weird that they wouldn't mention that like that kind of need to know if if to, to kind of back up her story of like well he may may have moved out you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. hmm. intriguing it, it, it's the news reports are all just about sensationalizing finding the body Mm -hmm. uh the situation had an eerie alfred hitchcock meets collier brothers feel to it hey and And that kind of leads into what mine's gonna be about hey (laughs) when i read that i was like hey i recognize that name yeah um they tell us that Luis was a former taxi driver Mm. and i think that that looks it that's the only thing they tell us about him okay yeah and And then they go on just to um uh, compare it to Psycho, which I'm like, that's rude because she's not purposefully hiding his body. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like she was interacting with it. She just didn't know it was there. You know. Yeah. In Psycho, yeah. he's interacting with the body. He is very well of the body's presence, <laughs> well aware of that body's presence in Psycho. Uh, yeah. Blech. So it is a little. It's narratively different. Um, so I refuse <laughs> that comparison. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as we have said, it, it is sad. Uh, it's also, uh, hoarders is, is kind of fascinating. The things that people decide are worth keeping. You know, we all do that in small amounts throughout our day. What we, what we deem as keepable, precious, sentimental. And so it's um, scary and interesting to see it happen in the extreme. Well, and especially, you know, with this being a legit um, condition, you know, that, that needs to be studied and, and, and uh, find ways to help those who are afflicted by it. But like Morgan just said, the fact that we all have a little bit, uh, most of us, Cat Cat is a little bit of a minimalist, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but we all like, there, there's something that we like to keep or, or but, and just think that with just a different brain pattern you know it could be much more intense 
Um, so that that's kind of like the human body is so fascinating, but a little terrifying when you actually like break it down and unpack a bunch of stuff. Oh, we're all trapped. We're all trapped. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. It's interesting. It it was, um, it was short. Like I said, I I wish that I could have found a, a bit more about it, but you know, I guess there's not too much more to say about it. Uh, if, well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if she is still living or not, but I hope she got the help she needed yeah. while in that facility. Yeah. Yeah. Hope she is at peace wherever she is and whatever she's doing. Yeah. Yes. If, um... Well, on that happy note... I know. Um, if... If y'all have any other, um stories that y'all know maybe you have some personal stories that y'all are willing to share we can take out names you know we, we can uh change a lot of a lot of content um if if that makes y'all more comfortable or you know if, if there's any other topics um kind of relating to this that y'all would like us to cover y'all can always contact us on our social medias facebook twitter instagram or you can email us at possibly haunted podcast at gmail.com I didn't, I didn't mean to make this one so sad. I think I'm going to go back to, like, monsters or aliens after this. <laughs> we've, got to, we've, we've got to have a little bit of, you know, that winter seasonal depression content. And then we can move yeah, on I to guess happier things. But I picked this content, like, months and months ago. So far back that when Heather thanked me for having my topic ready, I was like, I did that? I don't remember doing that. <laughs> and I was like, well, but, it's, but I do... it's on your episode. You're the first one, right? You did that, right? <laughs> And it's like, but I, I also remembered looking this up, so I was like, I do put it in there. So, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. But just remember, whether your house is clean or filled to the brim, uh, it could be possibly haunted. Woo!